Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 3, Episode 5, titled The One Where a Nazi Gets Punched. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Keen Cobb. Hello. And it's not just me and Keen this time. We are joined <laughs> by Jack O'Keefe. Hello. Molly Scullion. Hello. And her dog, Turkey. Uh, and back after a uh, nice long cruise on the Crossroads Comedy Yacht down in Cabo San Lucas, thanks to her uh, winning picks in the Stone Cold Lock competition, Tia Kemp. Hello. Hello. Uh, before we begin getting into our episode, I want to mention again that we have shows coming up live in person with in front of human being shows for Crossroads Comedy Theater down in Philadelphia, June 11th through the 13th. Uh, Tia is running a show called No Diggity. Uh, I've got shows uh, not yet rated, uh, in, uh, an improvised movie, study hall, comedy inspired by lectures. Uh, there's comedy inspired by news with extra extra, two improv teams, one long running Hoffman, uh, one newer one, uh, Daddy Issues. Uh, lots to lots to see this uh, this coming weekend. So please come on out and see some stuff down in Philly. Go to xroadscomedy.com. And again, before we get into things, I want to mention. Because Tia hasn't been here for a little bit. Uh, so are there any thoughts, Tia, had you been here that you would have wanted to say for the episodes missed? Uh, Liz getting a divorce, y'all. That's great news. <laughs> Bye, Ian. Divorce yeah. party. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and I also, I know we'll discuss this episode, but I am excited to collect my points, a.k.a. <laughs> yeah. uh, booty pinch, Adrian. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I guess a couple things, uh, I'm just going to read really quick, probably like one line from just notes I took, uh, episode one, I feel bad for Lewis Gossett Jr. The actor when he heard <laughs> what a horrible person Reddick was, <laughs> he's probably like, Hey, what's up with that? What happened to my character? Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was a pretty heavy and unfortunate episode. Um, I heard y'all a little bit on that episode. That was really great. I like what everyone said about that. Um, and then what else? Uh, baby farted. Wouldn't that be a no when Luca asked the baby a question? Uh, what else? And then what do I have here? Oh, um, oh, and then there's a, a older white guy who I guess is a partner. I don't know where he came from. Um, I don't know if that will be addressed or if y'all addressed it. Uh, yeah, the Valerie. firm definitely has some jobbers on stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that came from. They just needed to hire one extra to not know who <laughs> Flando Castile is. That was that man's sole job. Yeah, I have no idea where he came from. Um, and then, oh, where's Colin? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on. His yeah. Like, we, we had Luca get attacked by a white lady, which, you know, I'm like, what's up? Can we punch her in the face? <laughs> and the Nazi? <laughs> um, but Colin's nowhere to be found. So I, I guess Colin's the new Amy for this season. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's all I got. I don't, obviously, I'm not going to share too much because it's a lot. And sure. we're here to talk about episode five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Colin is uh, he's running. He's pre preparing for a campaign. So we'll see how, yeah. how that goes. Uh, he's got the general coming up, I think. Right. Uh, Jack, any thoughts on the episodes missed? Uh, just R.I.P. Maya. You know, she's not dead, <laughs> but she's gone. Yeah. Mm hmm. Molly, Turkey. Um, yeah, I I second that. It's it's like I don't know. I I, I feel like 
the third season really shifts to something new between Roland Blum being here and then Maya being pushed out. And it, it just feels like there is a big paradigm shift happening mm-hmm. across the show in yeah. this mid- middle part of the season here. Well, let's hit those uh, first impressions on episode five, the one where a Nazi gets punched. Keen. Uh, I think I, I liked it a lot. It wasn't like one of my all-time favorites or an all-time great, but it got it got the point across. Uh, a lot of moving parts, which I enjoyed. Um, Love Jay's soliloquy. It was beautiful, mm-hmm. actually. Um, we'll talk about more, but like what happened in the bathroom was really was kind of cool. Uh, the t-shirt incident was funny. Uh, <laughs> and like they were, it was funny. We'll talk about it. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't all the time great, but it was solid. Yeah. Tia. Um, yeah. Uh, it was exciting. It, it was an exciting episode. I really liked it. Um, yeah, I think I mostly liked it because there, I don't know, I'm a relationship person. And so it was cool to see the Adrian uh, situation with Judge Charlotte. Jay, who I was going to have that as a lot, but I was like, no, that's too much like dating stuff. So let me mix it up. But yeah, Jay is with the reporter now. So that was a reveal. So we had that. And then we had, um, albeit brief, unity between the right and the left uh, in regards to Nazis, which (laughs) was actually generous. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't know if that would have happened in real life. Um, And then I love seeing Maya at the call center. I'm like, bye. (laughs) Say. <laughs> oh, uh, Jack. Uh, yeah, a fun episode. A lot going on. There was way more going on this episode than I remembered because I remember this episode for the title moment uh, and that whole plot line in the uh, special election. But yeah, I, I really like this second Helix case. It's, I think, one of my favorite cases. And while they sort of use it as like a playground for uh, the you know, union of Bozeman and Blum. Uh, the case itself is very interesting uh, and a very real, I, I think very real concern. Um, and, and, and so it's cool to see that get discussed. Uh, and I, I very much enjoy the pairing of Marissa and Blum because uh, it feels like someone has finally placed her in front of a worthy opponent. <laughs> um yeah I, I i like this episode uh i agree with tia like at this point i am so done with maya like i just i don't enjoy watching her 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 throwing the computer and all of that kind of like i just i don't find her believable as somebody who's intimidating i'm like you were you're just not i'm sorry um and yeah just her whole she, she was pulling a what do we call it the marissa's manifest des, marissa fest destiny uh, <laughs> uh she was doing a maya fest destiny um kind of thing I, I don't know um i know i'm going back a little bit but anyway uh and then then i really enjoyed the the relationship between jay and luca and and getting to see that dynamic yeah more um both at the the uh polling place and then also sort of in the fallout from from the pay disparity uh issue and all of that so yeah i like it was that was was that his crush was it luca 
Probably. I think if it had been someone else, he would have said who it was and they would have had a laugh about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'd assume Luca. Um, I agree with all those uh, first impressions. Really enjoyed the episode. Again, uh, I'll agree with with Keen. It wasn't an all-timer for me, but I really love what's going on this season uh, with the different moves, whether it's editing, storytelling, new characters. I'm really enjoying what's being done. Uh, I do love the soliloquies that are happening throughout each person getting one, uh, even Marissa in the, um, not even, but Marissa gets one in the next episode. Um, the And the way that they're sticking with them too, like each episode has one uh, in the way that it also has an original song that breaks breaks things up. Uh, so I'm really enjoying that. And I, as much as I can't stand him, I'd love him. Um, Blum, Roland Blum. Uh, I said on the podcast, I think it was with me and Keen, that him and Kristeva are very similar styles uh, in how they kind of deal with things. Um, but Kristeva is seemingly pure evil, and he has no charisma, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he—he's just not not as showy as as Roland Blum is. And there's something about uh, Michael Sheen's portrayal that makes him so much more likable even though he's a friggin' piece of shit scumbag. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's likable for like two main reasons. A, because he's pure id. He is just impulses, impulses. And that's always a fun to see like a character take care of, but it also, again, doesn't read as discreetly evil. Uh, it just reads as like, oh, they have impulses. I have impulses. They just satisfy them. Isn't that fun escapism? Uh, the second is that what we learn in this episode is that if you are able to point him in the direction of money, you can get him to do morally good stuff. Yeah. Uh, which then makes it all the interesting when they win uh, this case in the end and immediately are like, all right, guess we're working for the bad guys now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we will transition right into that. So Blum is on board with this uh, second Helix case. Uh, what are your general thoughts on how everything plays out? I I enjoyed seeing uh, the two peas in a pod moment. Uh, the fact that uh, I forgot her, the judge was basically telling telling her, telling um, Adrian like, "Hey, you guys are just alike," and he's like, what "The fuck, I'm not, I'm not nothing like him." Like, yeah, you kind of are. Mm-hmm. And the fact that and like even in, in his words, it's like, um, what did he say? We broke ground. We are literally brothers at this point. <laughs> um, and the fact that like. The two, this is the first time in this show, maybe, that like two quote unquote alphas paired up and actually like became like a powerhouse. And the fact that they were kind of like, I felt bad for uh for Boatman in this episode, or Julius, because he was just sitting there the whole time. Like, no, he had no interaction. And the way that they were like going, they were like, um, I call it whenever a rap group can like tag team together like that, or like, um, I guess like uh, Hall and Oates. That's a good comparison, I think. The way that they were going back and forth with the judge and like kind of like having each other's back, mm-hmm. that was really, really cool to see. Mm-hmm. And even when uh, Adrian is like, no, we got it. It's okay. Don't do it. <laughs> like, sit the fuck down. Uh, he does his thing, and he puts on that hat. By the way, again, players at home for the, uh, in my opinion, home game, the background that Tia has is uh, Roland Blum putting on that hat and Tura Lura. <laughs> Uh, as he as he sings, uh, so doing that whole moment, getting Judge Dunaway, getting pulling at his heartstrings, 
and everybody else is just like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, his, his tactics work, uh, which comes back, I think in the, this episode a little bit later when Diane, or maybe even the next episode when Diane talks, kind of brings those words against him. Um, I, I liked the suspense uh, as we tried to figure out if Maya was actually the one who uh, initiated and was at the in the courtroom for the Helix mm -hmm. case because uh, mm -hmm. everyone's trying to get in touch with her. It's like, well, where's Maya? She wouldn't do this. This isn't Maya. And so just the surprise of because uh, I was like, that would be I was like, Maya, <laughs> Maya's really losing it if she's just like, I'm not fired and she's just showing mm -hmm. up in the courtroom. <laughs> um, I'd be like, okay, that's a totally new level. But then it was uh, Blum. Blum, Bloom. I keep wanting to say Bloom. Blum, right? Thanks, so, yeah. Blum. Blum. Yeah. So, uh, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I know we like it when people do really well at being like the villains and the bad guy, or even Jack mentioned, like there's kind of a hint of, I don't know if you're trying to say there's a hint of goodness, but he can be manipulated or exploited to do good. But I'm still really bummed. <laughs> I'm bummed that he's back. I'm like, no. And especially <laughs> now that he's in the firm, just all my fears about uh, there's, I mean, there's a lot just with um, Reddick Bozeman and Lockhart, you know, being integrated, but mm -hmm. not fully integrated when it comes to power and access, which is what mm -hmm. I was worried about. So I'm kind of, I don't know. And then Lamont and him for us, but that's later. Sorry. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it's entertaining, but it's also frustrating. Um, and I, every time I hear two Rulurule, I think of come on Eileen, which I guess, mm -hmm they took from that uh i guess it you know something predates that apparently so yeah those are my thoughts so far which probably He's, are not helpful <laughs> no it's fine he he has really come in like a virus he bit myra uh, maya and then he slowly he, you see him in her office in diane's office and then all of a sudden he's got like 21 new pe new people uh then in the next episode it, it, he just grows and grows it like a yeah like a, a disease mm -hmm. within this within this firm and it's the, the part watch. of the disease it's the part of the disease where it's like oh i'm losing weight isn't this nice this is okay <laughs> maybe this is yeah. all right yeah <laughs> yep uh molly what do you got um this is one of those instances like i can follow the case but this is one of the times when i'm watching a good verse show and i'm like i feel stupid like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think and I, I said this on a previous podcast uh where when he is on screen and when he's doing his thing with cases he is such a disruptor on screen that you as even as a viewer you you can't really follow what's going on which i think is part of the whole point and the, of the whole performance but the gist mm -hmm. of the case, as far as I know, is what, what's happening is that the information is being shared. Like you do this uh, second helix gene testing thing, and it's being the information is being shared with insurance mm -hmm. companies. And then people are going for insurance and being denied on the basis that they have a pre-existing condition that this second helix uh, right. has, has caught, right? Mm -hmm. um, is that the, the, the gist yeah. there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I... Yeah, so it's like one of those things where I'm like, oh, it must be more complicated than I'm understanding, because then when the result is just like, well, 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 we found out, we finally decided to just try and sign up and see what happened. Like, yeah. why did it take so long? Which it's also for, for a show that usually is very good about these cases, the most rookie mistake 
yeah. humanly yeah. possible for a website that's <laughs> like, hey, we already signed you up for the contract for you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Never yeah. in my life have I encountered that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm like, did I miss? Am I missing things? Or did I really just take this long to find this egregious mistake? Two and a half years. <laughs> yeah, two and a half, <laughs> two and a half years. <laughs> oh, the box comes pre-checked. Ah. <laughs> Dummies. Uh, he gets his dietician to pretend to be an expert. Uh, yeah, just a bunch of ridiculous shit going on within this. Uh, that's one that Adrian was able to kind of shut down. He's like, you will not put your fucking dietician on this. Which is so I, funny. I've been told he's unavailable. <laughs> it's just so funny that the idea that he would put his dietician on and just the fact that he has a dietician, it, it's, it's just <laughs> <Yeah>. twofold. <laughs> It's yeah. very funny. Uh, and then, you know, not for nothing, but the dietitian was putting on a performance. He was mm-hmm. he was trying to trying to sell it, but then everybody was like, ah, it's a little little too much, <laughs> you know. Uh, ease up a little bit. Russ is like not buying it. Uh, what else was happening in this one? Uh, yeah, the judge. I think was it Charlotte? Mm-hmm. Is that the judge's name, Charlotte? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charlotte Adrian. Hazelwood. Hazelwood, uh, Judge Hazelwood is kind of tipping Adrian off to some stuff about the case, like things that Dunaway would kind of go for, uh, as well as some stuff about uh, Roland Blum, saying he's, ha- he's, you know, as I think Keen pointed out, you two are a lot alike, half showman, half con men. He was in New York, everyone knew him, and he did favors for people. Uh, so we're, we're learning a little bit about, a little more about Roland Blum as these episodes, episodes go on. Anything more on? Well, actually, let's let's. This is a fine time to bring this up. Yes, Tia, you are owed seven points. Uh, we're gonna have to open up the vaults, open up the stone cold lock vaults, and pull out uh, Tia's second lock. Someone puts the moves on Adrian, and that is a uh, seven from Jack, seven from Molly for an average of seven points for someone puts the moves on Adrian. You are first on the board. You have drew first blood, drawn first blood. Wait, what? I thought you. Somebody else got a lock in a previous episode. Not yet. Uh, I have, it's still hanging in there. Uh, last last weekend or last episode, it was <clears throat> not quite there. And it looked like the hopes were dashed. Julius leaves oh, the firm again yeah. and the Trump admin plays a part. But now it's, 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 it's hanging in there. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see what happens there. It's uh, not quite a green light, but it's cautious. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to close up the vault there because that's it for, for today. Uh, anything more on on the case, on Roland Blum, on Adrian and Charlotte? Oh, I mean, I mean, guys, I don't know. Like, what do you think? <laughs> Isn't it uh, cute? So the, one I thing, like the one thing that I like the most out of this whole situation is the fact that they are keeping up um, storyline. That he has mm-hmm. a scar on his chest now. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I saw that. I uh, yeah, I like I like Charlotte. I feel like I think even in the, the entire Goodverse, this is like the closest we've started to get to like looking at the internal life of a judge outside mm-hmm. of just like oh here's like little quirks they have. Yeah, like we are getting into that like Hazelwood's a little flexible when it comes to stuff that maybe legally should be kept private information. Uh, but you know she's willing to to push people she likes in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, or, or she also 
I'm sorry. She also paused the whole procedure once things that looked like they were about to get yeah. shut down. So she kind of, you know, plays a little plays a little loose with things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I did not know. I mean, I was already like, oh my god, so cute when they were like doing the old school flirtation in the elevator with like the little booty mm-hmm. punch, and then we go from. It shocked my senses because we went from uh, Diane and Liz singing Raspberry Beret and it cuts to an (laughs) orgasm. It's like, I'm like, hey, Raspberry. And it's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's the judge. That sounds like a damn good uh, shift. That that just sounds like the result of a Prince song. Exactly. (laughs) That's true. That's a clear cause and effect right there. That is that is a good point. But yeah, I was not expecting, uh, yeah, to go right right in there because uh, I was dancing, you know. Um, but then, um, hey, so was Charlotte in a way. <laughs> <laughs> um, something I admire Charlotte for is her brilliant subject change because as soon as Adrian starts to ask about her relationship with Roland uh, Blum, uh, she immediately is like your head is like a sculpture. <laughs> I want to cut it off and put it on my desk. I'm like, that is very, uh, very savvy subject change. And he, he just fall for it. He was like, huh. And then she like gets up off the bed and she's like, here's a tip. I'm like, wait a second. So I wonder if they'll go back to that. Um, Cause it definitely felt like she was trying to change the subject by talking about Adrian's sculpture head. Yeah. I, Cause he was asking what favors uh, he did for her. So mm-hmm. yeah, we, we may we may come back to that or it might be just left alone. Uh, and that thread ends with them winning the case. They get a huge offer with the condition that not only do they get this money for the settlement, which I don't think they said how much, but it was a hell of a lot. And mm-hmm. they get an extra amount to join them, like to defend them against cases advise consent and then also shut the fuck up (laughs) you can't talk about any of these things uh and that they have to have blum too because liz says okay yeah we'll do this but he cannot come and they're like oh yeah we're gonna let roland blum out there fucking tearing shit (laughs) on his own no thanks he's part of the deal oh shout out to uh to lionel luther for uh (laughs) yeah coming back and looking strong john glover yep yeah, he hasn't changed much in the since the Smallwood days. Small, no, uh, Smallville. Just the haircut. Uh, the, That's literally the gremlins it. to the new batch days. I should also point out. I'm so mad at Sheila about the gremlins. I only want. I only want to think about that. <laughs> Sheila made me watch Gremlins one and two back to back one holiday, and I'll never forgive her for that. Never. And I froze. That's great. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, that it then. There was the uh the Baron thing, the phone call. Uh yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you to you. John Barron. And each time that something has come up, either when they, they did those musical interludes, I would be thinking, like, what does that mean? Or like, ooh, this will be a cool piece of information I'll be able to insert on the podcast because it's just something they're playing with. And then they're like, nope, mm-hmm. here's all the information. <laughs> you know? like, they, they, like I knew the John Barron thing in relation to to Trump. And then they do that whole uh, whole big thing about, about him. Yeah, that is so ridiculous. Just like the real story behind John Barron and, and Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nuts. Nuts. Uh, anything else? Any other small bits we missed? 
that it then. All right, uh, so let's go to Luca and Jay again. Jay. Like, this is why the people keep asking Marissa for, for cases, <laughs> because they got Jay doing all this shit. Um, <laughs> J, uh, what's it? Jay and Luca uh, poll watching. Why is the head of your matrimony department poll watching? You couldn't find a second year, a third year to do that. You had to get <laughs> the the captain of a damn team of your firm. <laughs> hey, go stand out here and try not to get hurt. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the oh, the 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 politic kind of thing at the at the start. I I did enjoy seeing um this the, the other writer from uh from Thirty Rock. That was cool. Oh, yes, uh, he's, he's He's changed. He's changed a lot. He even has a new accent. It's wild. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the the whole argument over the t-shirt and like how quick they were. It was like, mm, that's a weed thing. Uh, and then when Luca congratulated him on having the swastika on the back, and they're like, that's not. That doesn't mean he's gonna. He's like, yeah, okay, sure. Not necessarily Republican. <laughs> yeah, it's one. But I think. What was mentioned in the first impressions with that, like, is it realistic that would that really happen? That then, once the Nazi gets punched, that the Republican is gonna do, cover up for it. Like, I think you know, in that moment, we're like, is, that doesn't mean that they're voting for Trump. That like my assumption is that's that's typically all talk. Like that, mm-hmm. it, you know, they wouldn't actually follow up any action on anything to hold anybody accountable or let you know an asshole get punched but um so yeah it was interesting yeah and then that moment um when uh the person is like hey this lady got me fired then they thought they were trying to attack naomi and he's like i got docs my job called me and then (laughs) this felt so corny but when luke was like it was me and then the other poll watcher no it was me and they all rally i'm like (laughs) that wouldn't happen happen. i love a spartacus moment though come (laughs) on yeah (laughs) you can't take all of us um yeah so that was i was worried i screamed i was like ah i didn't think it would get that hectic and i also i'm thinking about you know i'm thinking about uh joseph uh mm-hmm. aka uh, i love the nickname king gave him joey thinking about joey at home and here's luca getting toppled uh by red jacket nazis i'm like girl like don't say nothing like it's like you know who you're dealing with you got a baby at home but um yeah, they were, it, it really escalated with, there were cars yeah. flipped over. Right. Mm-hmm. And bats, I mean. Yeah. It was, a, it was a, it's, it's almost like the Eagles won the Super Bowl or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Grease the poles. Uh, yeah, Tia, it's worth pointing out that you can, you also came pretty close to uh, another lock here. Ooh. Uh, a reporter <laughs> is injured while interacting with someone at the firm. Oh, I mean, I did see a bandage on Naomi at some point. Mm. Yeah, I, just, I don't think I don't think that was in relation to kill all reporters. I think it was oh. more a, more a Nazi thing. Okay, okay, more, yeah, that's more true. straight Nazi work. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, gosh, I don't know. What do y'all think about Naomi and Jay together? I mean, I, yes, I like I it. Like sure, it? why not? I mean. It's like, I don't, I don't know how old she is. I'm assuming she's like around the same age as Liz, which Liz is probably 
maybe five to eight years younger than than um than uh, Adrian, and Jay m- might be hovering around the same age as Luca, maybe. So maybe put like a uh, two three. I don't know what math I'm getting all this from, but uh, maybe like <laughs> two or three years younger than Naomi. But I mean, hell, if they're happy. They're happy. Hmm. I'm I'm wondering just because they said it and I'm like why would they say this if it didn't have any importance but now I'm wondering if Jay and Luke are gonna hook up you can see it. I'm looking I'm looking at faces no nope, straight faces, faces. <laughs> straight it's like, yeah it just seems so random to throw out there like Naomi being like oh which one did you have a crush on and then you know they're spending I mean, time together Colin is nowhere to be found but is it is it that random because I mean they were heavy, heavy flirting. Uh, was like a few episodes ago, or no, the first episode of the season, um, and they possibly purposely putting a, a lot of scenes with uh, Luca and Jay together to kind of like show their dynamic, their friendship. And I mean, if it's in the script, it's in the script. So yeah, I wouldn't be that surprised because I, mean, I mean, there has been wild pairings throughout the entire thing or throughout this entire season or crazy parents this entire third season. So yeah, why not? Yeah. No, I'm going to borrow a line from Monique and say, I would like to see it. <laughs> I would like to see Luca and Jay uh, hook up. So, but yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm great with uh, Luca and Jay. I'm fine with uh, Jay and Naomi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 I just no hesitant to say if it'll explain, explode into full, you know, soap opera y, like Downton Abbey esque, like <laughs> soap opera ism uh, romances all over the place. But if that's your guess, I don't want to, I don't want to dissuade anything. The Downton Abbey of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go for some post post riot drinks. <coughs> some of that was coming out. Uh, and then Maya finally gets back. So if there's no more on the riot and the Nazis, we can head over to uh, Maya's. I said I, I said it in the, the opening, but uh, Jay's soliloquy is beautiful. Just walking through oh, with yeah, all, yeah, yeah. all the shit going on in the background and just dead, right. dead down the camera. It's just like, so I think it's time to punch a few Nazis. Just <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a perfect response. <laughs> yeah. And- we could have. I needed a cartoon on Overton's window, mm-hmm. or was it? Wasn't that the phrase he used? Yeah, Overton's window. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, they could have gone into a little. Yeah, it, it felt that it could have been song worthy uh, to give him more. But it's the whole idea that like, it's like the window of like stuff that we talk about as like possible, and uh, what even just like in the past twenty years or so that conversation includes more and more like conservative extremism that when people are talking about that, they talk about Overton's window getting pulled over to the right. Mm. And so the idea being that, you know, if they they are going to enforce what is and isn't in that window, maybe we should punch Mm. Nazis before they start getting to go on camera and get interviewed and treated like their opinions matter. Yeah. Uh, Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Thanks, Jack. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's head over to the hotline. Maya's new gig, consult a lawyer. Yes, Maya. Um, so there was so much disruption that she's caused a lot of entitlement. And through the way I look at things as a viewer is I'm always thinking, 
I couldn't get away with that. I couldn't get away with that. And um, she also, I can't believe after uh, Blum actually laid out the way he was going to take her down, there lies <laughs> drugs in the yeah. back seat. seat. Yes, yeah. it's clownery. If just for that alone, I'm like, girl, you need a timeout. And then she throwing laptops. And I was, okay, last thing I'll say, I was still mad at her for disrespecting the workspace when she had those uh, glasses moment. Mm-hmm. She was wearing the shades inside. Uh, and putting yeah. her heels up. Putting her heels up on the desk. Lord have mercy. So, <laughs> there's just been so much disrespect that I'm just like, okay. It's it's not the same. Um, and, you know, enter in all the other, you know, scenarios where that bias and the different treatment and value of white folks over Black. And so I'm like, yes, girl, you sit at that call center you know, take Sandra out for mimosas, her, her new friend at the call center. And mm-hmm. yes, that is, that is what you get. Cause you know, if, if it was someone who looked like me, we would get fired for a lot less. She broke the window with a laptop. Mm-hmm. She raised a, she disrespected a managing partner. Y'all mm-hmm. somebody, somebody take the mic. I'm done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to pick it up and hand it to someone. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll gladly take that mic. Um, being as though I work at a call center now, it's very sad and disappointing to watch that part um, because it's not that crazy, but it is that crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And just to see, I mean, the, the downfall was real because, I mean, she went from like being a hot shot, brand new barred um, lawyer to now still using her degree, but not the way she envisioned. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that what's name tried to help Marissa, like try to have her back. She tried to get, to get in contact with Luca, couldn't reach her. Uh, or no, I think Luca called her and she tried to, she couldn't answer because like the manager's like watching her or whatever. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. Cause like, although Tia is right with like, uh, she definitely gets away with a lot more than I ever could. I still like I was talking about talking about this with Mike. I still enjoy my thing is if the ref ain't gonna call it, fuck it. I mean, if you're gonna get away with it, use what you got. And she's she's tried doing that. It it it, it this is her first like real loss. I mean the last one was like with her dad or because of her dad. So this is like her fuck up, her loss. So she has to deal with that. Um, which I think I think they would I don't think they would put her in that role if or that character in that role if it wasn't like a comeback to it so i'm not i don't think i don't think she's gonna be down and out forever and that whole smile of the phone bullshit they claim that works i don't do that i just sound as much like a monotone uh i want you to think that you're I'm, you're still speaking to the to the computer can i help you <laughs> all right have a good day dead dead inside the whole shit <laughs> I, yeah, I also think like in addition to Maya just being like so incredibly privileged and unaware of, of what she can, that she's getting away with so much more than other people. Like she seems so unaware mm-hmm. of, of her privilege. She's also, I just don't find her likable at all. Like mm-hmm. I just, there's like nothing to like relate to her about or like connect with her on any level. I just am like, you're annoying and you're whiny and I, I don't, I don't like you. And <laughs> yeah i i get I, and then is it it is, it is this episode right where she tells luca that they're they were work oh, friends yeah Girl. That hurt. 
bullshit. Heartbreaking for Luca in that moment. Shut the door in her face. That was horrifying. I'm like, are you are you really that big of a baby that Lucas shows up at your door? Yeah. After clearly she she wasn't trying to ignore you. She like, and you don't even like give her the time of day. Offers to prioritize you over her child, her newborn child. After she was at her in Lucas like I was at an actual riot and 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 Maya says nothing in response to that. Not a single like reaction or oh wow. Like just (laughs) nothing. She's Mm -hmm. like, "Mm -hmm." well, I had to talk to people on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) She's treating her as if she voted her out. Yeah. 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 And you know. You know Maya walks into that call center every day acting like she isn't worse than anyone else in that call center. Mm-hmm. And those people have been working in that call center for years before she got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh it's God. just like that tiny bit of uh, being in a, a, a undesirable situation or being uncomfortable. It's just attack mode. And mm-hmm. the person closest to you, who's not, again, Luca wasn't responsible um, specifically for, I mean, Maya did, she decided to, you know, keep the drugs in her car. Da, da, da. And y'all, we're forgetting that that was not her pee. She also mm-hmm. broke the rules by getting Marissa's pee pee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I, I was also annoyed with her reaction to Diane's tips for getting a new job. Like she hooked her up with these different firms <laughs> for different interviews. And she's like, wait, a month from now? <laughs> <laughs> right. Did Diane know this? When she <laughs> and like yeah I think so like you wait th- you mean on. the job market is difficult <laughs> but my godmother <laughs> what am I supposed yeah. to do between now and November Good Lord. continue working at the call center jackass <laughs> yeah oh. have, you been, y'all, have y'all been also, on an inter- on an interview where they te- they tell you that it's not immediate it's not fun mm-hmm. no it's not fun it hurts yeah. a little bit yeah. yeah. Like also, you're yeah. Maya Rendell. Get a ghostwriter. Like <laughs> yeah, do the yeah. do the talk show circuit. She's so yeah. helpless. She's so helpless, <laughs> and it is like my biggest pet peeve of anybody. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know. Mm, mm. I'm glad she got fired. I was annoyed <laughs> that she was maybe not going to be fired. It's like, uh, get her out, get her out. Like, and so, I'm glad Liz voted for her to be fired. Yeah, that was dope. Oh, good on you, Liz. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I hate her. <laughs> wow. Did we get we're, it we're all gonna, in? Yeah. yeah. We're gonna yeah. lose we're gonna lose a lot of Maya fans who are losing. I have one more thing. <laughs> I, I do yeah. I want to come one more thing. I love that Diane cares so little about her goddaughter that she mm. can't even get her name right. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. He was stressed. Yeah. She I will say. Going on, but yeah. I do want to pat myself on the back for Uh-oh. not Everybody for every up. other episode we've done where I've yet to go on a rant about <laughs> mine. Yeah. Wasn't right yet. <laughs> this was coming all along. I knew I was going to have a moment. But I mm-hmm. got, you know, oh gosh. Anyway, thank you. We're recording two episodes tonight, Ma. You got to save some. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, save some. Leave mm. some in the tank. Oh man. Uh any other thoughts uh on the hotline, the riots, uh the case, any other small things that we missed? Oh, there was like a sensitivity training. Yes, this is this is 
Oh, Even yeah, though this is a sensitivity training episode. Yeah. This episode well, does have my to... favorite moment of the entire yeah. series. Yeah. <laughs> As I watched it, I was like, I know Molly's losing her shit about this right now. <laughs> like, I can't imagine you seeing this live. You're like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. And that's the greatest the moment. Singing, and, uh, Prince. Yes. Oh, and yeah. They let it go on for a, a long time. <laughs> yeah. It was really mm-hmm. nice. It was yeah. really nice. Well, I mean, I, if you're I, if you're paying for Raspberry Beret, you're gonna sing Raspberry Beret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. You know, they got. I I love how relaxed they got. Like once they the facilitator. I don't know why they got that facilitator, but um, when the facilitator started naming things that they would like, like, oh, do you like the film Roma? <laughs> they were like, hmm, <laughs> do you like singing? <laughs> like they got all like, oh, we kind of like this training now. Do but you they, like Hannah Gadsby? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so I just I wonder how they decided what would be on the list where they started stepping back towards each other and anyway those trainings um but it's uh, interestingly enough a lot of those trainings can be very effective for people who've never had to think about those things Mm -hmm. like i i still gosh what was i think it was just last year i knew someone who was still shocked by the whole idea of flesh cutter colored band-aids they were like i never thought Mm -hmm. of that and i'm like i was like girl you late but okay welcome (laughs) you know (laughs) so some of these things people don't think about so it's as corny as it is for some folks it's really Mm life-changing Prince. Any others? Hope other thoughts? Know. All right, then let's hit those winners and losers. We'll start with the losers. Tia. Hmm. Uh, my loser for this episode is going to be uh, there was a lady in the scene during the riot. She was trying to vote and she got her car flipped over. <laughs> she, she was wearing a black hat. <laughs> she, she, was, uh, she was a sister, so she was brave enough to venture into the parking lot despite all the red jackets. And you see her being like, she didn't know Luca was gonna be like, I'm the one who doxed you. So I felt bad for that lady. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's the loser for me in this episode. Sure, Keen. Uh, my loser is Maya um, because I'm the only person that's behind her on this whole podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And to, to, I I feel, I feel like I'm a person from the other, other side of the aisle when it comes to Maya. Uh, I feel like Julius right now, everybody's putting out their ideas. I'm just sitting back like, all right. Okay, cool. You're right. But I mean, okay. No, but yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. And the thing is, all that stuff is right. Everything you're saying. Yeah, that's the case. My thing is, though, I'm a sucker for a coming-of-age tale. And I've said this on the previous two episodes. Blum, Blumden, Blumden fucked up. He's <laughs> is a monster. There's a monster stirring within that Rendell. Because we know the Rendells. They're not great people, but they're monsters. And there's one coming. <laughs> I don't know when, but that monster's brewing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can also like I I just want to say like yeah I this episode I'm a little more anti anti Maya but generally I do want to see that side that Keen is talking about I want to see her kind of rise up but I, it seems like she's being phased out <laughs> it seems like by the what what do we got we're on episode five uh, we have five episodes left she's probably going to be gone <laughs> by the end mm-hmm. of this end of the season and in an unceremonious fashion too because she is kind of burning bridges as she shows herself out. Uh, Molly. 
Um, well, first of all, second seconding the Maya losing. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, but my loser is, is just Nazis because they are literal lo- losers. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, if you're listening and you're a Nazi, you're stupid. Yeah, yeah got him. I don't, I don't care if we lose all our Nazi listeners. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for listening up to this point. Uh, and uh, we do have live comedy shows where everyone's welcome. Uh, what, what I, I don't mean is thank you so much as congratulations, I guess, because there were plenty of opportunities for Nazis to bail out out of all of the uh, episodes that we've, that we've done. Uh, Jack. Uh, I think for a loser, uh, I gotta go. Marissa, uh, her her bestie got fired. She she put her piss on the line, and you know, still her bestie got fired. She's bummed about it, and now her new work bestie is Roland Blum, uh, who yeah. who I think she is. There's a we get more into her feelings about him uh, next episode, uh, but she's an investigator. She's, she's not a babysitter for an adult. She she got a whole license to investigate. Now she's got to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, my loser is, I don't know the name, but it was the woman on the stand who lost her husband because she was denied mm-hmm. health insurance because she got that second helix test. And they were like, well, you got a pre-existing condition because they shared that information like a bunch of scumbags. All right. Uh, let's hit those winners Jack. Uh, winners uh, for this episode, I mean, Blum. I mean, Blum gets everything he wanted, and I think then some. Uh, this this ended up being an extended windfall for him, mm-hmm. and he's started to, like, seduce a couple members of uh, Radek Bozeman. So, you know, everything's uh, looking up, going up Blum mm-hmm. right now. Molly. Um, I had a few written down, but my, 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 one I'm going with is Adrian because he got laid and got a big paycheck. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he's doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my winner is Jay. Um, even though he's not able to investigate, uh, his fist got to investigate and that's his face. So that's pretty good. <laughs> um, <laughs> case closed it was a quick quick investigation um he has a he has a girlfriend which is cool um and then dope ass soliloquy so yeah oh, yeah my winner for this episode is the amazing uh judge charlotte hazelwood mm-hmm. by the way charlotte hazelwood is a really dope name um i just everything it's just it was so it was Hashtag goals. I want to have that type of confidence and power to just stand up and be like, hey, uh, I need that guy. Wink, wink. And then instead, it's, you know, bow, check a wow, wow. I don't need you in court. <laughs> By court, what do you mean? Uh, we know what it meant. <laughs> so, yeah, that was really cool. And then she hooked him up with some tips. So it's just nice to see Adrian have a match who is cool. Yeah. All you got to do is pinch a, stat- a statuesque-faced <laughs> black man in the elevator and all of your dreams will unlock. Yeah. And you might get locked up, possibly. I'm not sure. But. Hopefully not. But yeah. I will try it. <laughs> He's a judge, too. Taking a chance. 
my winner is just going to uh, match Jack and say Roland, Roland Blum. Uh, like him as a character, great as an actor, and he really did just kind of infect this firm and uh, is making out pretty big time doing so. Even after it's because it started, he cheated. <laughs> like he stole the client list and uh, then stole 21 clients. And now just by being there, judges are like, nope, you got to do this. Uh, for, and he, then he stuck them together. And then uh, the company, Second Helix, is like, nope, you have to do this. So he is a disease and he's uh, working out for himself. All right. That'll do it for this episode. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Keen. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Molly. And thank you all for listening. Bye.